Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Bat Digest, The Independent Bat Buyer's Guide. It is a bat-fitting book that is now available on Audible. That's right, it's an audiobook. So those of you who hate to read or you're driving in your car and you're like, I don't have time to read, yo. I'd listen to a book, but I wouldn't read a book. This is your moment. Look in the description, there's a link to Audible. You can go and buy the book. It's about two hours. If you don't like the sound of my voice, you can two-time speed that bad boy and rock and roll. You get the six steps of buying the best bat every single time, as well as some absolute ranting and raving by us on the industry. It is. It, it should just warm your soul, and our expectation is you listen to it over and over and over again until you leave a five-star rating, and uh, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. On Audible, check it out. We're so excited for it. We're so excited for people like you to listen to it. The first book ever on bat fitting. Yo, people, what's going down? Do you have your brackets done? Are your brackets finished? Are your brackets finished? I hope they are. Today is the 39th episode of Bat Digest, the podcast. Today is a mound visit where we answer your questions that you submitted on batdigest.com forward slash advice. We got nine questions today. Let's get right into it. Question number one comes from Alex... Katsopoulos. I hope I said that right, out of Massachusetts. The question is, says, hey, I was wondering what bat you would think is best for me. I'm 5'10", 190 pounds. I'm not necessarily a power hitter or a contact hitter, somewhere in between. I currently swing the 2020 meta in a 32 BB core. I'm looking for a bat, any price, any year, that you think would fit me well. Also, what size would you recommend? Thanks, Alex. Alex, great question. Uh, again, we love it. We love it when actual high school players right in, I, th I assume you're in high school, you're using a BB core, you're 5'10", 190. Not sure your exact age. That would probably help us out a little bit in the sizing department. If you are a senior or a junior, I can see you wanting to move up to a 33 inch. If you're a freshman or a sophomore, then that 32, man, that 32 meta is a beautiful, beautiful bat. Hard to say ever to go away from that. I assume you probably want a bigger bat. That's why you're going away from that. The great news is that you could sell that meta on eBay, assuming it's even in like halfway decent shape. And that would pay for like a car, uh, definitely some dates. Uh, I think those things are going for four or $500 right now. My question would be, do you like the Meta? If you do, it's the same feel in the newer versions. Now, they didn't have that ring in there in the blue one, and people will say it performed a little bit differently. That 30, They made the 33-inch in that year illegal that you're swinging. 32-inch, still a fantastic bat. Actually saw one get hit yesterday. Sounds beautiful. I just love, I absolutely love that bat. So if it's the right size, I wouldn't go away from that thing. Why not just go to the newer, newer meta? It's going to feel the same, sound uh, kind of the same. And we think the performance is right there. If for some reason you want to get out of that two-piece composite space, look at a bat. I mean, here's here's just a rando for you. Look, look at a bat like the true hazardous bat. We don't talk about that bat enough, but it's a two-piece bat. It's got like a seamless connection. So it doesn't look like a two-piece bat, but it actually is a two-piece bat. They're doing a couple deals this week, just trying to get some momentum with their bat. I don't think you'll be as blown away by the feel and sound of it as you are with like a 32 meta. I don't think anything's going to feel like it performs like that. But a bat like the hazardous, we do think performs just as well as anything, hits the ball well. It is a little bit of a heavier load. So again, I'm, I'm not sure what you're looking for and why you're trying to size up. You know, if you want to go off the beaten path, something like that. If not, hey, just stick with the meta. Go to the 33 in 2022 
and sell your 2020 Met. A great time to sell it, by the way, because it's the beginning of the season. People are looking for bats, and I bet you money there's a dad out there looking for a 32-inch 2020 Meta, which is just a legendary bat and ready to, to pay you for your good investment a few years ago. Thanks for the question, Alex. Hopes that helps. Good luck out there. Second question comes from Scott out of New Jersey. He says he has an 11U player who's 5'2", 125. He's above average, 125 pounds, that is. Above average skill, he uses a 31-21 Axe Avenge or a 31-23 Axe Origin. Oh, I see the question here. He has above average skill. You're trying to decide between a 31-21 Axe Avenge or a 31-23 Axe Origin, so a drop eight. I guess my question is, are USA two-piece composite bats better than USA one-piece alloy bats? if both have the same swing speed and control. In a vacuum, right? So everything is exactly the same, except for we just changed from alloy to composite. Generally speaking, you're not gonna see much of a difference in terms of actual exit speeds. Companies, especially Axe, they do a good job of meeting the limit. I don't think you're gonna find that the Axe Avenge, for example, outperforms the Axe Origin, all other things being equal. Now, a couple things we, we just note. One, you're talking about a drop 10 in an Axe Avenge and a drop eight in an Axe Origin. So that, that is not all other things being equal. If you have a heavier bat, it will hit the ball harder, assuming that you can swing it as the same as you're suggesting here and you have the same bat control. So if those were the only two bats on the planet left and your boy, your 11U player could swing that drop eight in a 31 axe origin, we think he's going to get more distance, more exit speed with that origin. Now that said, the axe origin in USA, by the way, gets fantastic ratings. Great under the radar bat, inexpensive, and can hit the ball really well, especially from a kid who knows how to swing it. Generally speaking, though, for younger kids, we do like the idea of a two-piece bat. They tend to feel better, give a little more confidence in the box. The, the Avenge will have a bigger barrel profile. So in theory, I guess he could probably foul some more off and stay alive in the count every so often. So that's sort of the debate you're looking at. Not so much a performance debate if all other things are equal, but the weight difference is what's really going to matter in those decisions. And the two-piece composite, I think he'll like better. So did we even answer your question yet, Scott? We've just been sort of rambling here. All things being equal, the Axe Avenge is what we would pick. But those bats aren't equal. You have one bat that's heavier than the other bat. So that's so I guess our, our mind sort of goes off there. Anyways, hope that helped. Eh, I don't even know if that helped at all. But there you go. There's our knee-jerk reaction to your question. Good luck. Good bats. Love to see people thinking and talking about Axe bats. They need more love in the industry than they get. Next question comes from Devin out of Illinois. He says, I'm looking to get my son a new bat for this season. He's playing kid pitch USSA for the first year. He outgrew his 27-17 alloy cat nine. I'm looking for something at 28-18. It was recommended that he go with a balanced bat rather than something with an end load. What recommendations do you have? It's so hard to research bats because nearly every site that has any sort of review or recommendation is selling the bats. So it's hard to know how genuine the opinions are. Devin, we, we are with you. In fact, Bat Digest exists for that exact problem. That was the exact problem we had 10 years ago, trying to find the right bat and realizing every review I'm reading is, is from someone who's trying to sell me this stupid bat. So how can you trust any of it? Glad you found us. Glad uh, we think we might be able to be helpful here. The good news is, is that for balanced bats in that 2818, there are very few end-loaded bats in a 2818. Most companies who know that they're selling a 2818 don't make it end loaded. Almost every bat you look at in a 2818 is going to be quote unquote balanced. You're going to have a really hard time actually finding an end loaded bat. Now, that said, it tends to be that composite bats, bats with composite barrels, swing lighter. So if you want to have a quote unquote balance that is a light swinging bat, you probably don't want to go with a Cat 9 alloy. Although again, in a 2818, they, they make that bat swing light. But if you want something really light with a lot of barrel, 
you're going to look at a bat like the CF, like the Meta, like the Hype, like the Zoa, one of those, unfortunately, quite expensive two-piece composite bats. If I were you, I might, if I just go to eBay really quick, I, I really quick, I just want to see 2818 U-Triple-S-A. Let me just see what's coming up here for bid. Yeah, like the old Easton Ghost Hybrid. I mean, this thing's going for $47. And I don't know where your budget's at if you want to go used or you want something brand new. There's the old 2818 two and three quarter CF Zen uh, from 2000, 2017. That's only 825 bucks. Please don't buy that bat. Kids of this age can't swing hard enough. They don't see fast enough pitch speeds to really engage that barrel. Although that bat is a fantastic bat. Never is it worth $825. Anyways, you could scroll through there. I would just look for a composite bat. Like I'm looking right now. This is an Easton Mako 2818. It, this is from 2015, oh, 2016. It was a, it's the green and black version of that bat. Uh, it's a, uh, it's going for $3.25. Now, who knows where that goes up? It's got a couple days left. By the time you listen to it, you might be able to find that. But if you want to save a few bucks, that's a fantastic idea. I would probably stay away from an alloy barrel, so probably no knocks, no goods, no Solo, no Omaha, and try to find something with a composite barrel because I think that will give you that sort of light, balanced swing in a 28-18. Don't be ashamed to buy a new bat either. If, if, you, if that's sort of your budget and you want something that's fresh out of the wrapper and want a warranty, especially if you're buying a composite bat. If your kid swings really hard, you'll, you'll appreciate that warranty um, for some of those bats. All right, Devin, thanks for the question. Hope that helps. Glad you found us. Uh, feel free to write back and let us know what you did or if we didn't answer your question. Fourth question here comes from Tim. This is my son is 15 and 5'10". He weighs about 260 pounds. boy. He's a freshman this year and has swung a 2019 719 select 32 for his last two two years of middle school ball we were looking to move into a 33 based on a coach's recommendation and we're looking at the goods but durability seems to be an issue and we don't want to lose a bat mid-season as we have broken bats in the past was thinking of the stinger nuke 2 or the victus Knox, and was seeking advice any thoughts what other end loaded bats would you suggest or would you suggest maybe looking for a bat with more speed thanks tim Tim, good question. So I, I think my first response here would be, why not? Well, well how, again, how much does he like the 2019, 719 selecting of 33? Because the new select, the 2022, the 2021, the 2020, those bats really haven't changed. They're just called the select power now. And if, if he likes that 719 select and he's had success with it, we think the new ones are only better. Let's see if we can find a 2020. Yeah, I don't see any on Dick Sporting Goods. Let me jump over to close out bats really quick. Quick. Lookout Bats has the new one, so that's the 2022, which again, great great option, $400. We would recommend that bat. Honestly, we like that bat as much as we like the goods, and I know people think that's like heresy, but but the select power, it looks like it's a closeout bat. So let me go check at Just Bats really quick. Let's see what kind of select power. Here, here, so they do have the 2020 version. If I look at a 33 and like the 20 version... They don't have a 33, of course, but in the 20 version, do they? I'm sending you on a goose chase. But that's the point of the podcast is we do all the shopping. I can't seem to find a 2020 Slugger Select Power in a 33 because that's what we care about, right? We want it. Or how about better baseball? This is, this is a company we don't talk about a lot, but they... Nope. I, I'm like on a mission now, man. I am on a mission. HB Sports. Let's see if Headbanger Sports has this thing. 33... Select power. Oh, 2021. Just kidding. There's a letter too. If he liked that 2019 select power, 
you're not missing out on anything by going from the goods to select power. I mean, watch, watch college baseball. Lots of guys are swinging the select power and super happy with it. If you like that select, I don't think he's going to find that in a bat like the Nuke. I think you're probably better off from the two you mentioned of going with a bat like the Victus Knox. Or if you don't want to go with the select in a 32 or the 33 select for, for whatever reason, I'm telling you right now, you should honestly go look real, real close at the War Stick Gunner in a 33-inch. They hired the guy who actually used to make the select power. As far as we understand it, he came over to War Stick and helped them design this new bat, the, the Gunner, that's sort of their first release of that. Now, it's it's way different than the last one. It's not as heavy swinging. We've hit that bat side by side with the goods and the select power. And I'm telling you, that gunner is a is a money, money bat. And it's only $379, not $399. And we love the idea of going to a different company than the behemoth that is Wilson. As good a stuff as they create, we love the idea of supporting these smaller ones who are really, really doing well to make good bats. So gunner and a 33-inch on Dick Sporting Goods, I would buy that bat. That would probably be our suggestion. Unless, again, of course, he loved the 719. Why not just go with the new power select? Boom, baby. Got it. Thanks for the question. Hope that helps. Next question comes from Gary out of Pennsylvania. He says, I love Louisville Slugger bats. My son has been using a 2019 Solo, both USA and USSSA versions, in a 29-inch. They've been great bats for him. However, he is now 12 and could use a 30-inch bat. I've found two really good condition used bats I'm considering and could use some thoughts on what to get. My son's 12 years old, 5 feet, 900, 900, 90 to 95 pounds. He's a lefty, contact hitter, with glimpses of mid-power. Okay, I'm looking at the following bats. The 2019 Slugger Prime USA Drop 10 and a 2019 Easton Ghost X Evolution Drop 10. As I said, I'm a fan of Louisville Slugger bats and I've never been a fan of Easton due to durability. Every season, more than one kid on the team has issues with their Easton having all that. Uh, having said all that, which bat would you recommend between those two? Thanks, Gary. Gary, good question. And I'm sorry to make your problem worse because part of me just wants to agree with you and say, yep, hey, if you like Slugger, go for it. But if you're asking me what bat I would buy over those two bats, I would buy the Drop 10 Easton. And I would stay away from the Drop 11, especially if durability is your concern, although that bat's absolute fire in USA. But the Drop 10, in our experience, really didn't have those problems. We think it looks better, has a better barrel profile. Not sure it hits the ball any harder, but in terms of overall performance, like feel, feedback, that kind of stuff, I, I think the Ghost X Evolution is a better bet than the Prime head-to-head. -head. Now, that said, I don't think the difference is good enough to justify you going away from what you know and love. Go for that Slugger Prime USA Drop 10. It's also a fantastic bat. Good barrel, hit the ball hard, light swing. Uh, and I think if you've had a ton of success, especially coming from the solo, I think your boy will find the prime. It feels like a cotton candy. I mean, it's it's so nice to go from a single piece alloy bat, especially when you're hitting it hard, and then you move into those bigger ages and you go to a two piece composite. It feels like what happened to my hands? This feels amazing. So uh, that would be my bet. You should probably go with the Louisville Slugger Prime, but to answer your question specifically, which one would I do? I would personally buy the other one, but it doesn't matter because I'm not the one buying the bat. You are, and if you're the one buying it, buy that Prime. I think you'll like it. Question number six comes from Malcolm out of Florida. He says, Brian, we love the podcast. I now catch my nine-year-old son listening to the podcast on his own. Man, that's that's great. Shout out to your nine-year-old son. Keep swinging, buddy. In regards to USSA, at what speed, whether it is speed of the pitcher and bat or strength of age of a player, makes composite a better choice than alloy? A lot of variables, I am sure. Can you help me distinguish between the ZOA, the CF, the Meta, the Cat9 composite, and the Hype? A lot of people said that, say the Meta feels like it has a lighter swing weight. Do you find that to be true? 
and of actual significance. Thanks, Malcolm. Malcolm, good, good, thoughtful question. Ah, oh, man, I, and I'm trying to see if I can if I can be helpful here. If we, if we had to have like an age determination, or excuse me, when composite makes sense over alloy, I think there's a moment between like nine and ten, maybe even eleven for some kids, where they start seeing pitch speed fast enough that starts engaging the barrel of the composite. So it seems to us that the bounce really occurs in composite when there can when that compression can occur. And it's been our experience that there just there doesn't seem to be any kind of difference until that pitch speed gets fast enough and that swing speed gets fast enough. I don't know that I have an exact number, but it, it seems to me that 10, 11-year-old year is when bats start to feel like they really start to matter in terms of barrel size, swing weight, and how that bat barrel engages. Much younger than that, when I see a 7-year-old playing kid pitch or like a 5-year-old playing t-ball, and they're like, I, my son wants a two-piece composite. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's not swinging hard enough. Like nothing's happening to like wring his hands when he's five or seven or maybe even eight. But I would say it's a function of when that speed gets to a point where the engagement of that barrel and the connection piece really start to make it feel better. My guess is, again, that's probably around 9, 10, 11, depending on the kid. Can I help distinguish between the ZOA, the CF, the Meta, the Cat9 composite, and the Hype? And the answer is probably not. If we sort of think about the market over the last seven or eight years, in 2017, really in 2016 is when it started with the CF8. The CF8 was so good compared to everything else that everyone was chasing the CF8. It became the market leader in USSA by, I don't even know what the number was, but if, if you went to a serious tournament of 11, 12-year-olds who are playing USSA, in 2018-19, I mean, it was without exaggeration. 80% of the kids were singing some version of the CF, maybe even more. Some teams, that's all they had were CFs. There were no other bats that competed with the CF. So what happened is you had Louisville Slugger, you had Marucci, you had Easton. I mean, I have no doubt in my mind, they bought that CF and took it in-house and cut it in half and looked at it and tested it and tried to recreate that market because everyone was chasing the CF to get market share away from the CF. So they measured it and they looked at the barrel profile and the swing weight and you name it. And they said, well, apparently the CF wins in every category of USSA. We simply need to copy that bat. And so you came out with bats like the Meta, like the Cat9 Composite, like the Hype. We think every bat that, that you name there is really just Easton's take on a CF, Marucci's take on a CF, Louisville Slugger's take on a CF. That would be our sense. I think you probably can find some differentiations in terms of the stiffness. The CF tends to be a little more flexible. The meta does not. But swing weights, sizing, feel, barrel profile, they all really just sort of dial it in around the CF. So I would have a really hard time distinguishing them. Anyways, that was a super long way to say I cannot help you because I don't think there is enough distinguishment all tried to copy the CF. And all of them, frankly, did a pretty good job. So now you look in the USSA market and you go to big tournaments, you're like, oh, there's actually, it's not just the CF anymore. There's actually a lot of bats out there because I think the Meta and the Cat9 and the Hype and the ZOA sort of caught up to where that CF was. They copied it and they're kind of a me too bat. Malcolm, thanks for the question. Hope that helps. Uh, thanks for your support. Next question comes from Dan out of California. He says, hey, this is the same Dan that asked about the Brett Bros bat a couple of months ago. He says, I ended up finding a, a bamboo for $10 on OfferUp. <laughs> $10, that's awesome. I think I still like my Slugger Pro Ash 
C271 a bit better, but nice to have a solid backup if slash when that thing breaks. Hey, that's awesome. What is OfferUp? Do I not even know this website? Let's, let's, before I get to the rest of your question. Oh, it looks like just like a little classified ad site here. Do they, they have baseball? Oh, yeah, apparently they do. Baseball bats. Wow. How do BB Core bats from the 2011 to 2016 era compare to today's bats? Ooh, great question. I, I see some bats on eBay sub $50 that were top of the line when they first came out. I'm talking the Easton S1, the Z-Core, the Hybrid, the Mako, the Vexum, the M2M, the Slugger XO, the Omaha, the Solo, the Marucci Cat, 5, 6, and 7, the 5150s from Rawling, to name just a few. It seems like almost too good to be true. Many thanks, Dan. Dan, we think you have found the like the grand key of bat buying. I, I we've, we've hit all those bats. We've tested them. We get them in. We're like you. We see a an old 5150 going for $27 on eBay. And we're like, how, how is this bat? How are people going out and, and spending extra money? And I, I don't want to pick on the nuke. I feel like I pick on the nuke often. I, I don't mean to pick on them, but how does how someone going out and buying this bat called the nuke that is like $350 on secondary market or, or whatever it is when it's like, you can buy a Rawlings 5150 from 2015 for like 60 bucks or, or maybe even less than that. Sometimes like 20 or 30 bucks on eBay. It blows, my, it just blows my mind. I, I think maybe to answer your question this way, go watch some of the college baseball kids. You'll find that a lot of them swing old bats that are quite often found that you could find on eBay for what feels like pennies on the dollar. Go find an old Omaha. Um, and, and look at some college teams. And you have a lot of guys who are swinging a 2016 or 17 Omaha, a bat you can find online for 60 or $70. And yet people, again, seem like they're wetting themselves to find some out-of-stock sold bat that's just like, there's no way it's better than the Omaha. There's no way it's better than the Solo. There's no way it's better than the Marucci Cat 6 or the Cat 7. And yet, here we are, Dan. And it's almost like this psyche has happened so much that people say, oh, it seems like it's almost too good to be true. But really, it isn't. The bats are great. The old Easton S1, the old Easton XL3, th those bats are money. They were top of the line then. People were, just last night, a guy, a guy was swinging an XL3, an XL3 that you could buy on eBay for $65. They're good bats. So to answer your general question, in terms of straight exit speeds, there is no difference between a BB Corbat from 2014 than there is from a BB Corbat in 2022. That isn't what a lot of vendors and retailers and manufacturers and affiliate marketers want to hear. But the truth is, in terms of actual performance, you're going to find old bats do just great. We do think new bats have done well in a few areas. One, they've allowed alloy bats to swing lighter. So you can get now you can get a, a bat with an alloy barrel, like uh, the goods, for example, that actually swings relatively light compared to a Voodoo from 2015, which is the same line, but I think they've got better of really reducing the weight. So you have more of a balanced type bat, more middle of the road bat than maybe the Voodoo from five or six years ago, which actually did swing a bit heavy. They also have maybe a better feel to them, at least in terms of their connection piece. We think a bat like the Meta, which is obviously a very recent bat, we think the connection piece on that is fantastic. It feels great, it sounds great. Uh, that bat is is really, really well designed. You're not going to get that in bats that were from 2013, 14, 15, BB Core era. But in terms of pure performance, in terms of can you square the ball up and hit it hard, there's just not a ton, if any difference at all, between a, th these bats you mentioned and something you, you can spend 10 to what feels like 20 times more for a new 2022. So we say let's just keep the secret between me and you and keep picking up these 
amazing bats for $45 on eBay and saying, hey, this thing can absolutely bomb and everyone else can go wet their pants and run around and try to find the latest and the greatest. There's a little secret, Dan. Hey, thanks for reaching out. Hope that helps. Next question comes from Kyle out of California. He says, we're big fans of you guys. You do a killer job and put out some great content. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't want to write this on your page. I don't want to put a brand on blast. I was hoping to get your perspective and insight. Oh, we are, we're totally down for this kind of stuff. So we're just going to put on our podcast. How's that sound? We had a warranty of our 2021 CF and picked up a ZOA Drop 5. It was supposed to be a 3227, but after hitting with it, I noticed the handle stated that it was a 3129. We, we exchanged some emails with Kyle and talked to him about this, and he sh sent us pictures. It says 3129, folks, 3129. That bat obviously doesn't even exist. There's no such thing as a 3129. Uh, if it was BB Core, it'd be 3128. If it was a drop five, it'd be 3126. Maybe somebody wrote the nine upside down or something. I have no idea, but it's printed out. I don't understand how that works. Clearly a mistake with that. Then, Kyle says, when we stood it up next to our other 32-inch bat, it was the same length. We didn't make a big deal about it until we picked up someone else's 32 drop five. Upon putting it on a scale, it weighs almost 29 ounces. We reached out to DeMarini, and they told me this is normal. I'm not sure how a handle stating 3129 with a barrel that reads drop five and a bat that weighs, that, that's 32 inches, is normal, but here we are. I, I don't want to put them on blast. I was hoping you guys could give me a hand and confirm what the actual weight should be. Uh, let me answer your last question first. A 3227, we, we have a couple. We've measured them over the years in the, in the CF and, and other drop five type bats. You're, you're going to get a bat that's in the 28 range. It's, it's probably going to be 28.5, 28.9, something like that. And it could range maybe even a little bit lower than that. When you get into the drop 10 space, some of those bats are two ounces over, but rarely, in fact, of all the 3227s we've measured from any company, we've never seen one over 29 ounces. So my sense is, is that you went to buy a 3126 and somebody had misstickered a 3227. That's our guess. And they misstickered it with a sticker that doesn't make any sense at all in a 3129. Someone put a 3129 sticker on a 3227 bat and then put it in the 31 inch pile. And then that's what they thought it was. That's my guess is what happened here. I don't think if you were looking for a 3126, I don't believe that that bat is that. I think it's probably a 3227 it lengths out. The lengths are usually really consistent speaking. I mean, if you're getting a legitimate 32 inch bat and I don't think that they sent you the right bat. DeMarini's awesome. They deal with thousands of things like this. You might want to try and be, I, I don't know who you, who you talk to. So the, 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 I think the confusion is, is that they get a lot of phone calls where people say, Hey, I bought a, I bought a 3121 and this thing weighs 23 ounces. They've been trained appropriately to say, Hey, total weight doesn't matter. It's about swing weight. And so it's very common for a bat to be two ounces above its stated weight. Correct. But what I would probably suggest you do if, if, if you really wanted a 3126 is to say, no, the bat's actually an inch longer. Like it's, it's an inch longer and the sticker says 3129. That doesn't, there's no such thing as a 3129. So clearly there was a mistake in, in labeling it. At least that's my thought, Kyle. I don't know what you want to do. Maybe you love the 3227. That's what you were hoping to get anyways. If that's it, I think that's the bat you got. I don't think you got a 3126. Uh, you definitely didn't get a 3129 either. Crazy times. Crazy times we live in. I think companies are just trying to get get products in hands and, and maybe, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say there's some oversight issue. I, I don't think it is. It's just, this stuff happens. We've seen weird stuff in the past. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it too much. 
Uh, but again, if you did want a 3126, it is in my semi professional opinion, I think you got sent a 3227 with a weird sticker on it. There you go, Kyle. Hope that helps. Let us know you find out. Like I said, be nice to those guys. I think they're done with a lot of stuff, but I, I think uh, I think they should take care of you if that's what you wanted. Thanks, Kyle. Have a good one. Last question of the day comes from Doug out of Georgia. He says, hey, Brian, I love your website. Been using your info for a few years and just found out about the podcast in the last weeks. I've been driving, getting caught up around for work. I have a young 9U Little Leaguer and a travel ball player. Your info and hard work has been helpful to find in the right bats. In an older episode, you had a listener looking for a drop 10U AAA bat and a 2 and 5 eighths for an odd league requirement. Yeah, this happens every once in a while. People have, there's still some old leagues that come over from like Pony that say, you can use your AAA, but you can't use two and three quarters. It's, it, it creates a mess because there's not a lot out there. I noticed you left off Dirty South. Pretty sure all their bats are two and five eighths. They are pretty solid, uh, a solid choice uh, if limited to a two and five eighths barrel for your AAA space. They're mostly all one piece comp- composite bats, but have many different drop options. Also, the models offer many different balance uh, uh, down, balance point options made in the USA. And no, I don't work for DSB. Really enjoy the podcast. Keep doing what you do. Thanks, Doug. Doug, thanks for writing in. That's that's you're exactly right, actually. And I'm not sure why we left them off, but you are 100 right. Dirty Dirty South, based out of Atlanta, Georgia. Those guys are great, man. They're out there working hard. They're single piece composite bats. Whenever we talk about the Easton Maxim or the Just Bats Combat Bat, for example, it's this big, massive barrel, single piece composite, just an absolute monster. And you know, we we're on their website right now, actually. And you know, they have a couple of these Dirty South swag bats. And they're all two and five eighths, and they have tons of options, tons of drops. So thanks for pointing that out. If you're in one of those weird USSA leagues that require a two and five eighths barrel, not a lot of companies other than Easton really make one, except for, of course, as Doug has kindly pointed out here, Dirty South too. So check them out. Check them out if you're in that world. Thanks, Doug, for the comment. Boom, and there you have it, folks. That was our 39th episode of Bat Digest. The mound visit. We are not going to be around this Friday, so there will not be a podcast, but expect one a week from today. If you have a question, as always, batdigest.com forward slash advice. That's batdigest.com forward slash A-D-V-I-C-E. The season is upon us. Have a great week. Peace. (laughs) 